and off his box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's it and off his box a box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Good evening, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. How you doing? Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday at 6.30. And it's that time again. It's Chinese New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. And welcome to my regular Chinese New Year party guests, <laughs> Carol Stepanchuk. The outreach coordinator for the Center for Chinese Studies at the U of M. Hi there. Hi. And Amy C. Two, you are. Tell me, tell me. You are with the Detroit International Advanced Manufacturing Technology Show. Yes, it's going to be in October third to eighth this year in Cobo Center, Detroit. And wow. Amy C. Two has done many things, including uh, a radio show on in Ypsilanti uh, of Chinese interest and all kinds of stuff we have we have um many things to talk about though <laughs> food and kumquats and many other things because chinese new year is a very culturally rich time and this is chinese this is the year 4709 that begins today Ooh. and um it is the new moon so in fact i was looking to see when the moon set was and looking all around walking here to see if i could see the moon on lunar new year because this is Chinese New Year and Lunar New Year, only to find that... You can't see the moon on the Chinese New Year because it's actually, it's the second new moon after the winter solstice. And the new moon is when you do not see the moon. You have to wait 15 days for the moon to become full. So the count up or down, as you want to look at it, <laughs> yeah. begins now. Yeah, that will be the end of the Chinese uh, New Year celebration. Mm-hmm. Usually celebrated with uh, lantern lanterns, um, dragon dances. So that's in 15 days traditionally, right? Right. But in the meantime, if I was looking for the moon, I thought maybe it was being mischievous and hiding behind a building. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I was, using, I was over-imaginative. It is, in fact, the new moon. So if you look very carefully, you can't see it. That's it. That's right. That's it. And it's it just traumatized yes. by the thunder snow. <laughs> yes, that's it. I think we all were. It just happens to be setting in about 10 minutes, so maybe you can mm. feel it setting. Maybe. We'll, we'll see if we can, yeah, sense the vibe, the oh, lunar okay. vibe. Yes. So, Chinese New Year is a time of many cultural celebrations. And tell me something about uh, the Chinese New Year for those who might not know about it. I was thinking about the food part, and uh, the in on the Chinese New Year Eve, uh, people put uh, sweet, gluey things on the mouth of the picture of the kitchen god. The kitchen above god above the oven. Oh. And uh, why to, do you want to do that? Because we want um, the kitchen god to report to the uh, heavenly emperor with good words. So, of course, if the kitchen god has something sweet to eat, he would say nice things about your household. Or that sticky food is so sticky that it, it glues his mouth together so he won't be able to say anything at mm. all. 
Oh, oh, that would be another choice. We, <laughs> <laughs> you you brought some sticky rice cake, right, some right. niangao, yeah, right. and and I'm I'm wondering is should we attempt to eat it now? Or should we wait a little? Well, we have our uh, side kitchen here, where <laughs> we will probably eat later and then report okay. back. Um, ah, all right. Yes. But in the meantime, I should mention that uh, just a little bit about the k- kitchen god is one of the domestic gods that protect the hearth and family. And so this is a very important god, the ch- the kitchen god. And um, Yeah, there's there's a really wonderful story about the kitchen god. Um, he's He's kind of like the god of Home Depot, if you will. I mean, he's oh. <laughs> Jong. His name was Jong, and, and he was a wonderful carpenter, very, very gifted, and he would travel from town to town and take care of the hearthsides in, in kitchens. And uh, But he never had, uh, the, so the legend goes, he he wasn't great in terms, he didn't have a lot of luck, and and uh, but he was honest. And so uh, the Jade Emperor decided to reward him in, in the afterlife with a with a noble position and being that of the, the god of the hearth. And um, he would say, well, you can sit together over the stoves of families large and small, rich and poor, with lots of children and with few, and keep track of their good deeds and bad deeds. And uh, uh, Zhang agreed to this, and so he got all the uh, accoutrements that are needed for this office. And and so the uh, custom is on the 23rd or 24th day of the 12th lunar month, so that would have been about a week ago, uh, the kitchen god makes his report. And, and so traditionally homes would have paper paper woodblock prints of of the kitchen god and his wife and and uh, and that's when they make the sweet cakes and the sticky rice and smear smear that picture and, <laughs> and send it off smear smear and burn oh so i was wrong about the chinese new year eve you know, so it's the actually reporting was already done yeah, was yeah. Already done. <laughs> it's been said so mm. okay yeah. yeah so this happened uh few weeks ago, did you say? That this Maybe week about ago. a week ago. Okay. Yeah. And I hear it can sometimes be called the Little New Year. Oh, that's that's true. The L- Shaonian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. Little New Year. When you smear something sweet on the mouth of the kitchen god. Right. So only good things can be said. But in, on, in all honesty, yeah. we don't do that anymore, right? This is a the, a practice in the past. In, right. It it. it uh, although I don't know, I've got my kitchen god. I I do, <laughs> except I love this one woodblock print, so I wouldn't smear anything on it. And, oh, okay, and, and, and this is, <laughs> too nice. Too yeah. nice. <laughs> well, you you talked about having a lot of children around the house to sit together. So Chinese always wish to have a lot of children, and so they want to wish each other to have children early. Yeah, and so they play on the words because there are a lot of homonyms in yep. the Chinese language. So uh, they will eat jujube. Jujube mm. is a sweet. It's like sometimes used as a sweetener, and it's very sweet. And but it's pronounced zao, and it sounds like early. Mm. And so then the lotus seeds is a zi, mm-hmm. like sun. So. So people like to eat jujube and lotus seeds together, so, and yeah, hoping that you will get suns early. And we have 
those dishes side by side right here, and and somebody will cram their mouth full of these things after. <laughs> and, and you can the, buy it in the local grocery stores. There yeah. are quite a few Chinese grocery stores in town now. Okay. And okay, so another pun, right, with the niangao, but you have to correct my tones, Amy. Okay, so one can say as you're eating that sticky rice cake, bu bu, bu bu dangao. Bu bu is a step, step, every step, you are climbing higher. The gao is high, but also sounds like cake. And does the bu bu mean kind of bite after bite, eat the cake, or step by step? Raising the level so you get a promotion. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all we want to to do in our life. You know, get promotion all the that, time. That's right? it. <laughs> well, <laughs> now, one thing time. about the Chinese New Year, um, the greeting phrase or the the wish has a very specific very specific meaning, doesn't it? 发财，恭喜发财。嗯哼，恭喜，恭喜，这congratulations，发财， mm-hmm. wishing you. Uh, to strike it rich, fa cai, fa cai, fa cai. But sounds like f- uh, some kind of uh, vegetable from the sea is called fa cai. Mm-hmm. So mm. people like to serve this seaweed that looks like black hair mm-hmm. uh, in oh. the dishes. But you know, you may think, oh, you know, it looks like hair in my dish. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, our Chinese uh, eat it. And, and hope that we yeah. all strike it rich this year. <laughs> Absolutely. And so everything you eat, everything you look at, brings in that notion of wealth and prosperity, things that are the color red, so we want lots of oranges. Um, uh, and um, one thing I wanted to bring in, but but I think they've run out of them in the market, is the Buddha's hand, the fosho, right? The Ooh. citron, which looks like... You've seen it, right? It looks like um, long fingers. Is and, it a, is it a fruit? Ah, uh, yes, it is, and and it's not all that edible. Um, <laughs> you have to work it, <laughs> and, and uh, I think uh, in in Korean um, cuisine, it's used as a kind of marmalade, and you can make a really neat tea with it. Uh, but the pho again is 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 for fu for fortune for luck. So. Well, you bring up Korea, and I was preparing my uh, class for the Osher uh, Lifelong Learning in March for Modern Culture and History, and I was going through the Chinese influence. You know, Chinese started the lunar calendar because they look at the moon and has a regular uh, rhythm, and so they use a lunar calendar. And I think a lot of countries around China use lunar calendar too. You know, Korea is one, Vietnam is one. I think Japan, before Meiji um, modernization Mm -hmm. movement, they used to have, uh, they used to use um, the lunar calendar too, but once they decide they want to be westernized, they abandon everything. Mm -hmm. It's that Gregorian calendar just, you know, (laughs) wreaked havoc on. That that crazy Gregorian calendar. What about that? Yeah. (laughs) That we all live under right now, or some of us do. Mm. Yes. <laughs> but it's great to actually have two methods of keeping time, yeah, I but, think, lunar know, and solar, which actually is what the I, Chinese I calendar also, is. I also learned that other cultures use lunar calendar, mm-hmm. too, the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And Jewish calendar. Jew- yeah. So. Yeah. Great way to keep track of time. Just look up at the sky. Yeah.
So today is the Chinese New Year. It is the Lunar New Year, so it's also the New Year in other countries as well. Chinese New Year 4709. Happy New Year to everybody. I'm here with Amy and Carol. And now I'm going to throw you a curveball here. La Ba. Ba. <laughs> That's a porridge. Mm-hmm. La Ba is a porridge. Mm-hmm. And could you talk a little bit about it? Well, this no, is a... You go ahead. You well, start, Amy. I'll, I think it's a, the winter solstice um, food, right? Yeah. And then they, they, people throw in all kinds of grains and maybe some dry fruit and to just uh, uh, cook a big pot of porridge. Yeah. But I learned later, people in Ann Arbor, some people in Ann Arbor uh, eat laba porridge year-round. <laughs> I'd eat it every day. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's fine stuff. It's yeah. sweet? So, a sweet porridge? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, um, well, I'd like to play a song, oh. if, if I may. This is accidentally a song about Laba, which you both may recall. Yes. Um, and uh, this is recorded, I believe, in the 1940s. I have to double-check real quickly. This is by Dolly Cooper, and this is A Laba. <laughs> Everybody ready to da- get ready to dance in the porridge. Here we go. Thank you, Dolly Cooper, for that accidental song about the porridge called 
A La Ba. That was actually recorded in 1955, so I can tell that rock and roll feeling going in there. Dolly Cooper, thank you so much for that song. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Today is Chinese New Year. We wish you great success and luck tonight and for the whole year. Now, Amy and Carol are here, and can you describe what beautiful thing it is that you have on your plate there? <laughs> it, with your mouth full, if you, I mean, sticky. however. Sticky. Yeah, I brought uh, uh, a plate of, um, they call it sticky rice cake. Mm. Mm. And it's uh, was given to me by the owners of Great Lake, Chinese Great Lake Seafood Restaurant at the corner of Carpenter and Packard. Oh, okay. Because they're good friends of mine. And so I brought the the part that's cooked, uncooked, so it's a hard and then I bought also some slices that are cooked. So what color is it when it's uncooked, and what color is it when it's cooked? Well, I think Carol mm. can describe it better. Oh, you mean the light brown? Light brown. But let's let's consider it um, a, a sort of a version of red. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> brown red. Brown red. <laughs> because okay. you like to use the word red mm. for a Chinese New Year. Right. And oh. it does have a, a red, uh, what is jujube. that? Jujube. Yes. <laughs> right in dead center. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's a decoration. And then once it's cooked in the oil, it's a very sticky, very sticky. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's kind of like Asian Indian pudding. You know, it's got that viscousy. You know, it's got texture. It's it's hearty, and it is good, and it is sticky. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, the word "sticky" and the word "year," like New Year, sound the same. Oh, Nian Nian. Sticky mm-hmm. is Nian, and Chinese New Year is Xin Nian. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's wow. anything to do with it. But there's just a lot of wonderful wordplay involved Lots. with the Chinese New Year. And that Nian monster. Oh, well, Uh-oh. you can tell you the story. Uh-oh. Tell us the story. The Nian <laughs> the monster, monster. The monster. Yeah. Why, Why we you have tell the fireworks. Story? Uh-huh. Yeah, so there was this horrific monster that would just uh, terrorize <laughs> towns and cities. And and uh, uh, and its name was Nian, which is the, the same Nian is, is the word for year. And it would come out at the very last on the very last day of the year and uh it was afraid of only three things um sunshine loud noise and the color red and uh so so the villagers would do uh something very creative (laughs) they would make yeah they would beat drums they would set off fireworks and and paint uh the their doors the color red to ward off the neon monster wow yeah what a vision Wow. <laughs> what a sound. And what a festival that would be, I imagine, too. Yeah. And what, what and, a, what, and so that's why, you know, we tend to, you know, set off fireworks and firecrackers now, too. To yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Word off that nian. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm looking also at some new postage stamps, which have an image of two kumquats. Oh, the kumquat. Kumquats. Now, it says here that uh, they're given as gifts and eaten for luck at this time of renewed hope for the future. And I should also mention on the stamp uh, that on the there is a Chinese character drawn in, as it's described here, grass-style calligraphy for the rabbit, because this is the year of the rabbit, I believe. 
Well, you can also call that、uh, the year of the hare. And、uh, my husband, who's English,、uh, and I、uh, this afternoon just had a big debate about <laughs> which word, which English word to be used. Oh, because,、okay. uh, which do you think is more elegant? Well, rabbit is a cuter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, but there's only one word for it in Chinese. Well, because Chinese、uh, think in terms of categories.、Mm-hmm. You know, there may be some variations.、Yeah. Who cares?、Mm-hmm. You know, there be all kinds of rabbits、uh, with long ears and long legs and jump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But they're all the same、uh, hoppy, hoppity animals. That's right.、Yeah. <laughs> we, we were sharing actually rabbit images all day at work today,、oh, throwing、okay. them back and forth. I've I've got a great、uh, visual、yeah. lexicon. Yeah, and we、rabbits. call it tu, tu nian, tu zi. So, who cares if it's a ma- male? A hair, <laughs> a hair is a hair is a hair. Yeah. Now, one thing I should mention: I understand that the English name kumquat derives from a Chinese word. Oh, gee. Okay, that's、uh, from the Cantonese.、Mm. Yeah, a kum is a gum, so it it sounds like、um, gold. Okay. In gee. In Mandarin, it would、uh, be gee. Yeah, in in yeah. Mandarin, it would be gee ju. Yeah, and then in Cantonese, uh, say gum, good, good, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so it's、uh, sounds like luck too. So there are so many homonyms in the Chinese language, so you can just、uh, find things to match your needs. But here's another. Here's something I looked up that this is really amazing. Who introduced the kumquat to Europe? A fellow by the name of Robert Fortune. Um, oh, very good. So, good last out, name. Good last name, and so good fortune. Oh, good kumquats.、Mm. All of the above. Yeah, good way、It's, to remember that. Well, yeah, the, I think there are a lot of interesting、uh, American last names too. And there's a、uh, used to be a dollar steamship company in Los Angeles, and there was actually a man with the last name Dollar. <laughs> oh well, there, okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> If you, have do- a- if you have dollars, you're very fortunate. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say you could assemble a whole basketful of these to add to the kumquats, other other、uh, red-ish things. So、um, uh, peaches, peaches、mm-hmm. uh, for longevity.、Uh, we talked about the the hand. Citron for、mm-hmm. for happiness.、Um, the quince is the flower that's actually shared in San Francisco, a kind of red、oh, uh, red、okay. quince.、Mm-hmm. Um, Narcissus and Camellia, all of them in shades of red, which actually, yeah. Whoa,、oh, you're giving me a strange I thought, look. I thought they were、oh. white. No, Narcissus.、Um, <laughs> I think you can. No, aren't Narcissus? You can get them red. Um, boy, or maybe that's why you get the quince because the narcissus is is difficult to get in February. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with the narcissist narcissus to be honest,、mm-hmm. except from my own ego. I mean, but that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other issue, and and I don't know、uh, how to describe the hue of that. But,、uh, Can I try one of these dates?、Uh, Arwolf would like to try one of those dates. Red dates. <laughs> Red... It's called jujubee.、So、jujubees. You have to. They are jujubees. They, they are incredible, and they'll. These、wow! The original jujube. The original yeah, jujube. These are they're,、uh, yes. used as a sweetener in、um, desserts and、mm. things like that. So without stone, yeah, without <laughs> a, a stone, stone <laughs> already t- taken they, out. Of course, they、Thank、became the name of the jujube candy, <laughs>、yes. which I don't think has any stone or nutrition in it whatsoever. <laughs>、um, 
Mm. Oh, yeah. That mm. is a fine... Oh, can you actually hear that crunching? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. but yeah, it is good. No, it it's good. It's, <laughs> it's just what we needed. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good texture. Just picked you right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, take just, we'll take just a quick moment. I know, Amy, you wanted to talk about an activity coming up. We'll take just a moment to talk about that later this year. Oh, yes. Um, between October 3rd and 8th, there will be a big show. It's called Detroit International Advanced Manufacturing Technology Show. And we want to invite um, manufacturers with advanced technology to come from all over the world to Detroit to display their wares and exchange ideas, make deals. And um, this is the second largest show in Kobo after North American International Auto Show. And I would like to invite all the Michigan manufacturers. Um, we, I know we have a lot of them. We are known for it. And to come, and the, the uh, website is www.diamts.com. So it's it. Detroit International Advanced Manufacturing Technology Show. And, uh, and maybe that'll bring good fortune to the Michigan economy. Yes, speaking yes, of, that's the idea. Speaking of Chinese New Year and uh, fortune. I missed the auto show, so I, you know, I'd love to go, and I missed it this year. Yeah, on the so 8th here's... of October, there will be a family day, so all the children and family are encouraged to attend and uh, just to to look at all the possibilities of technology. We want to emphasize not only auto parts, but energy, medical devices, and um, electrical uh, vehicles, and uh, machine tools. Okay. So all kinds of, you know, Michigan, we have them. We just, uh, we are so down and out, we felt that we, uh, we are not uh, doing anything with it. And this show is to gather all the people, not, um, not only Michigan, but U.S., and we will invite people from Germany, Japan, China, uh, Sweden, and that is come. October 3rd through the 8th this year. Now, we're just about coming to the end of Pandora's Lunchbox. It always goes so fast. Wow. Um, happy Year of the Rabbit to our Chinese listeners and from other countries as well. Happy Year of the Cat to our Vietnamese listeners. Mm. Oh, Okay. A furry creature. Yes. <laughs> Happy furry creatures to mm-hmm. all of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and any other thoughts on the Chinese New Year before we go? Well, actually, could I just mention an event, too, that's somewhat... Uh, U- University of Michigan is having a Michigan meeting that's looking at U.S.-China relations on sustainability. Um, May 23rd and 24th. And uh, just to, to sort of... Uh, and that you know that current of uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> things happening and and should be should be really interesting. Well, Go ahead. I, I uh-huh. don't know if I still want to uh, um, pitch my uh, class at Osher, um, my lifelong learning. When I prepare, I was preparing the the lectures. I realized China and U.S. have been intertwined for more than a hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we just, you wouldn't imagine what kind of things that we have, you know. Uh, so I think uh, this is a good beginning, and I don't think uh, uh, we need to worry about rivalry. I think uh, we can work together and well, to have a better future for all mankind. And the year of the hair is the year of compatibility. Ah, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, why well, not? Well, th- well, thank you, Amy, and thank you, Carol, for celebrating Chinese New Year with us. If you're out there, happy Chinese New Year, you could, if you could wish in, yeah. in a way let's, that... Let's do it together. Gong xi fa cai. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Our Wolf will help us face the music in just a moment. Let's go out with some music by Bright Chang. This is uh, part of a piece called The Three Gorges of the Long River. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a faculty, on faculty here at the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And and actually, this piece ties in with that Michigan meeting on sustainability. Okay. Because <laughs> it's about water, actually. Oh, there it's you go. one of the, the uh, theme semesters. We all need water to survive. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year, and keep listening to Arwolf, and this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz, experimental, experiential, freeform radio from the University of Michigan. It's run by students with lots of community involvement. Time for Face the Music. I'd like to begin this evening by playing a recording made in 1929 by a piano player from Indianapolis, named Hervey Dusen. It's a waltz. For some reason, I think a waltz would probably feel just about right at this point. This is the Evening Chimes Waltz. Face the music. (laughs) 